Jesus said unto his disciples, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, neither for your body, what you shall put on. The life is more than meat, and the body is more than raiment. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, <clears throat> which neither have storehouse or barn, and God feedeth them. How much more are ye better than the fowls? And which of you with taking thought can add to his stature one cubit? If you then be not able to do that thing which is least, why take ye thought for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not, they spin not. And yet I say unto you that Solomon and all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothed the grass which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O ye of little faith? And seek not what ye shall eat nor what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knoweth that you have need of these things. But rather seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you of the kingdom. And then if we could read one more scriptural setting, and that is in Philippians, Philippians chapter 4, and just the 19th verse. Amen. Philippians 4 and 19, Paul writing to the Philippian church that he, by the Holy Ghost leading, had been led to start. And it says in 4 and 19 of Philippians, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that's what I want to preach about for a while today, what I feel in the spirit. Amen. God shall supply. Amen. God Amen. shall supply. Yes. Let's lift our heart, our voice to heaven. Come on, close your eyes, get in touch with the Lord just for a moment here as we pray together. In Jesus' name, Lord, we're in one mind, in one accord. We pray in your name and in your will. God, for the service of God, the power of God, the Holy Ghost of God, the gifts of God to be poured out in this house. Anoint the lips of flame that speaks. Get greater still, Lord, anoint every mind and heart. Get his ears to hear what the Spirit will speak to the church. Oh, God, prepare hearts today. Let the Spirit ministry in the outpouring of the Holy Ghost from the high priest, hallelujah, be poured out throughout the camp. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Thank you for your tenderness. Amen. Uh, Paul was called of God. Amen. It all started with the Lord after they were praying and fasting, where the Lord said, separate unto me, Paul. Amen. And I think it was Barnabas at that point for the work wherein two of them called them. And Paul was the one that was called to go to Philippi, amen, and start a work, and a revival ensued, and God blessed and added to the church and blessed in many wonderful ways. And in the short letter or epistle to the Philippian church, Paul, writing as if to his own children in the Lord, said about six times, rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say, rejoice. Amen. Yes, amen. 
it was a letter, amen, that had a keynote of revival and of rejoicing and of thanking and of praising God. How many like to rejoice in the Lord? Amen. How many like to, amen, make spiritual melody in their heart and give God praise and, amen, have the joy of the Lord? Hallelujah. We love that. Praise the Lord. But what's significant is that the Philippian church, amen, was uh, under a mental and a spiritual, amen, opposition. They were under duress in their mind and their thinking because around somewhere in that period of time, Rome had decreed, amen, that if an individual was a Christian, amen, that a due Roman citizen could just simply, amen, look at their lands and claim them as their own or their home and claim that as his own. And, and honey, if you don't think there's pressure, amen, in that somebody can come along, that maybe he's got something against you, amen, already, and just say, this is, I want this to be my house or this to be my land. And yet in the midst of all of that, amen, Paul is writing to the church, rejoice. Yeah. He's telling them, amen, to be happy in God, to rejoice in the Lord. And he said, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. Yes. Amen. Don't trouble yourself. Don't be worried. Don't be overwrought with fret. Amen. God is going to supply. Philippians. Yes. God is going to make a way. Yes. And by the way, it's his riches of glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people approach God and kind of feel like that. Well, if we can just come, kind of somehow put the sum of our faith together, amen, and get God to work a work and work a miracle, work a healing, work an answer to prayer, uh, amen. Well, that will be good because they have a. They're on the edge of the feeling that well, one more miracle might be all that God's let got left in His storehouse. And one more answer to prayer might be, amen, the thing that just about bankrupts heaven, amen, and there's no more space, amen, no more grace, amen, for another answered prayer. Hello, everybody? But I want you to know he is rich in glory. Hallelujah. God can heal somebody, and there's plenty more to heal the next, and the next, and the next, and the next. God can supply a need, and there's plenty more to supply somebody else's. There's plenty more to answer somebody else's prayer. Come on, did you give the Lord a hand praise of worship? It's the riches, the riches, hallelujah, of His glory. Amen. The Amplified Version of the Bible reads the last part of that scripture like this, that God will liberally supply. He will fill to the full, hallelujah, your need according to his riches in glory. God's got a great, 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 great supply. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. God said one time, he meant through the psalmist, if I was hungry, I wouldn't need to tell you, wouldn't need to communicate to you because the cattle on a thousand hills is mine. Amen. God's not near about bankrupt. He said for all the gold, all the silver, all the veins of gold and every treasury, amen, that's in the mother load of the earth, amen, all belong to him. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. I'm telling you, we're serving a God who paid streets with gold. Hallelujah. He is well able. I said he's well able. I said he is well able to supply. Hallelujah. Your need according to his riches in 
glory, praise God. And God can use anything in the vast teeming realm of all creation, praise the Lord, to supply that need. God can supply that need for the, through the most unexpected resources. Hallelujah. Amen. I've seen saints of God, amen, that prayed and needed a job. They needed to work. Come on, everybody. They needed the income, amen, to survive. Amen. And I've seen them up against the opposition, amen, of a hiring corps or, or a boss, amen, that was an atheist or, amen, he was against the church and against the things of God and the people of God. And yet God, amen, can move on a sinner's heart. God can move like the elder said on that unjust judge. Praise God. And God can use even people. God can use human agency. Amen. Of people. Amen. Who are not. Amen. Favored or disposed for. Amen. Helping the church in any way. Amen. God can so work. And amen. In their mind and in their heart. Hallelujah. Where they become the absolute vehicle. Amen. Of God doing a work and a provision. He's rich. In glory. To supply your needs. Hallelujah. Amen. Saints, friends, we need to get back to trusting the Lord. I said trusting the Lord. Trusting the Lord. We need to start believing and claiming the promises of God. Amen. Yeah. That he has provided for us. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Don't need just, just run to the medicine cabinet every time there's an ache or a portent of a pain or something. Yeah. I'm telling you, somebody yeah. needs to spend some time in prayer yeah. and some time in the word and the promises yeah. of God because he's rich in glory. He's rich yeah. in supply. Yeah. In needs. Yeah. Hallelujah, the people of God. Amen. Amen. I'm heard the testimony. Amen. Of a, a family that lived back in West Virginia. And that's that's kind of a poor section of the country. Amen. Most of the industry back there is coal mining. And that's that's hard, hard work and dangerous work sometimes. Amen. And the pay grade for those that mined, at least in West Virginia, was uh, was not a, a high rate of pay. But this was an apostolic family. People like you and I that were baptized in Jesus' precious name and filled with the Holy Ghost of promise. Amen. Believed in the one true and living God. Amen. Well, Papa came in and had a wife and family. I don't know how many kids there was, but several. Amen. Said, well, I got a little bad news. We just got noticed today. Amen. In the coal fields that, uh, amen, we're, we're not going to be paid. Amen. Until we get the next... Amen. Order. Amen. For shipment that uh, somebody else is going to need some other company or whatever. And uh, that's the, the way of things. That's the way it was. They would be paid on a pretty faithful periodic basis. But then, amen, when the contract ran out or something like that, amen, sometimes there'd be a period of three days or two weeks or whatever. They'd have to tighten their belts and uh, wait until they got paid again. So made the announcement to his family. And uh, and they prayed, but had a little daughter. She was eight years old, had the Holy Ghost. And she went into her room after this announcement from Papa and looked up to heaven and said this, God, I'm hungry. <laughs> Here's your short prayer for you, Elder. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you know, God hears. I said, God hears. Yes, he and his ears are open yeah. to the prayers. And to the need. 
Hallelujah. Amen. He knows these things before that we even ask but if we don't ask you have not because you ask not some people never have faith they never pray they never ask God for anything and God can't do anything he's limited amen hallelujah according to his promise you have not because you ask not well she asked well they got up the next morning it was a wintry season there was snow all over the ground four to six inches worth I suppose everywhere and went into the kitchen and there in the kitchen were 15 bags of groceries just chuck full and overflowing. Amen. All over the counter, all over the kitchen table there. Amen. 15 bags. They began to, amen, be thankful that somebody somewhere, amen, had heard God and helped to supply the need that they had. But So they looked out the front door to see any, any evidence of a, some tracks or something of somebody who would have come, amen, early, early in the morning or late at night. And there was no tracks in the snow. Amen. There was no horse prints in the snow. There was no tire marks in the snow. There was no wagon wheel marks. Come on. In the snow. Praise the Lord. I'll tell you what. Amen. God can use any agency that he pleases. He can use a human agency. He can use an angelic. Come on. Ministry. Praise the Lord. To supply amen, the need. Hallelujah. Of these people. He's rich in glory. Your need according to his riches and glory. Praise the Lord. God had a man who had the illustrious, amen, title of being the friend of God. And that was Abraham. Hallelujah. Amen. It was a miracle. Amen. Abraham was 100 years old. And Sarah was 90 years old. And they weren't spring chickens anymore. Come on, everybody. Amen. And God came up to the tent door. Amen. One day with two other men who happened to be angels on their way to Solomon Gomorrah. Come on. To look it over for the Lord. And uh, God said, Abram, amen. I'm not going to hide what I'm, what I'm doing. But, but uh, Abram, amen, you're going to have, Sarah's going to have a son, amen, according to the time of life. Amen. And Sarah was in the next tent over behind the tent flap. And she heard this pronunciation. Sarah's going to have a son. And she began to laugh. And she began to double up. She began to giggle. Hello, everybody. And you know what God did? Because God was there in that theonophic. Amen. Vessel, praise the Lord. He looked directly at Sarah. He looked directly eyeball to eyeball at Abram. And what the Lord said, is there anything too hard for the Lord? description amen when God gave to Isaiah amen the prophecy of the coming son of man who's the son of God his name shall be called wonderful (laughs) 
whatever you know his name to be, everywhere around him there's going to be wonder. There's going to be blessing. There's going to be salvation. There's going to be healing. His name shall be called wonderful. There's nothing too hard for God. Amen. Amen. So, according to the time of life, sure enough, it was an impossibility, amen, that Sarah should have and birth that son at 90. It was an impossibility. But God said it, and when he says it, it's going to happen, honey. Praise the Lord. And so she had that little baby Isaac, laughter. She was just rejoicing and laughing, amen, over God's miraculous supply, amen, of a son, an heir, Come on, a future leader, so to speak. Amen. Of the people of Abraham. Praise the Lord. Time rolled on. Abraham and Sarah got to enjoy the toddlerhood. And then the young teens and a little bit older teens, I suppose. Amen. Of Isaac. Amen. It was just the joy of their, their eyesight. Praise the Lord. They loved Isaac. When God, in the 22nd chapter of of Genesis came to Abram's. The Bible says it came to pass that the Lord did tempt Abram, which means to test. And he said, Abram, Abram said, here am I. He said, God, God said, listen, I want you to take thy son, thine only son, whom thou lovest, and take him, amen, to a mountain afar off I'm going to show you of and offer him for a burnt offering. Whoa. Abraham lived in a world where human sacrifice, amen, was commonplace. Amen. Abraham and his revelation of God and the cleanness and the purity and the holiness and the beauty of God, amen, was so directly in opposition, amen, to human sacrifice and all of these things. But what a test that was coming upon his friend. But God is good. God is good. Never doubt the Lord. Amen. Abram took Isaac, his son, and a donkey and some wood on there and had his knife. And a couple servant young men came. They traveled about three days' journey. Amen. Finally, they saw the place afar off, the mountain that the Lord had been talking to him about. Amen. He said, you, you young men stay here. and Me and the lad's going to go forth yonder, and we're going to worship and we're going to come back to you. Did you know that Abraham believed? Amen. I don't understand this. Amen. This is maddening. Amen. To my vision and concept. Amen. Of a righteous and a holy God. But all I know that is if he's killed, God's able to raise him up because he's a factor. Amen. In the promise and the fulfillment of God. Amen. We are going to come back and worship. Thank you. Hallelujah. They got to that place. Isaac started getting a little nervous. Father, <laughs> I see the wood. <laughs> I see you're fashioning a stone altar here. I see that you have the killing knife. Amen. At your side. And I see the torches here to ignite those flames. But where is the sacrifice? And Abram said, Son, the Lord will provide himself a sacrifice. Isaac was bound and laid down upon that altar. And sometimes we don't give credit to the young man that was going through this. Hallelujah. Would you willingly be bound and laid down on a stone altar? Amen. With your daddy in the night and nobody else around. <laughs> Praise God. And as Abram, amen, lifted the knife ready to come down in that ark. 
to plunge it into him in sheer blind faith obedience unto God. Amen. As the hand was raised, the voice of the Lord through the angel said, do your son no harm. Now I know that you're going to love me and serve me and teach, amen, your offspring, amen, to keep my commandments. And they heard a noise, and what was behind them was a ram that was caught in the thicket of the thorns. Amen. Isaac got off of the altar. Amen. They captured the ram. Amen. And put it in his place. And I'm telling you, they had a rejoicing. They had a camp meeting time. Praise God. Amen. God has provided. God has supplied. God has made a way. Can you say praise the Lord? Hallelujah. Come on. In some of the most excruciating, excruciating tests in life. As a Christian, let me know, let you know, God will provide the answer. He will provide the way. Oh, let's give the Lord praise. Praise the Lord. Somebody might be going through something here this morning. You can't figure it out. You can't understand it. Hold on to your faith in God. He will supply. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It was David, now dying on his bed as a king. He said, I've been young, and I'm now old. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken, or his seed begging for bread. Listen, it's a testimony of generations of the people of God. Amen. God supplies. God supplies. It might be in the last moment. It might be in the last hour. But God supplies. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed. Come on, everybody. Begging for bread. Praise the Lord, everybody. God's arm is not short that he cannot save. Come on, his arm is not short that he cannot heal. His arm is not short that he cannot deliver. His arm is not short. But he cannot answer prayer. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. God can open the windows of heaven. And pour you out a blessing there is not room to receive. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He's going to supply. The need. Amen. Back in about 2007, 2008, somewhere in there. Amen. I had a real estate license. And uh, we were in Visalia. And things were kind of moving along in the boom years of the 05s and the 06s. It started to totter a bit. But, amen, at that point in time, I had about four new homes uh, that I owned and purchased. Everything was going great. But then... Amen, 07 and 08 came down, the market tanked. Amen, brother, I had to, I had to sell them at great loss. Amen. And uh, finally, I was down to just needing a house myself. But I got a good wife. I got a faithful wife. Yeah. Got a wife that was a pastor's daughter. Yeah. A wife that knows how to pray and believes the word of God literally. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I, I took her, amen, to about 40 different homes in Visalia to, amen, get ourselves out of the mess and, amen, just find a place for us. 
and this one was too big and this one was too small and this one was too expensive and this one had a kind of suspicious ratty neighborhood hello everybody <laughs> and uh, amen I, I'm just exhausted with it there but amen she began to go drive amen herself amen through an area that was a, a nice area and uh, there was a house that had a, a sign out front it was it was a, a bank situation it was going to be a short sale on this house and uh, she'd drive up into that driveway when no one else was around and begin to pray and begin to cry god amen you're able to make a way give us this house lord she did this day after day amen and uh and i looked into it a little bit amen that's this real her <laughs> And uh, I found out that there was another couple that wanted it that had put in a bid for 235000 I know that sounds cheap, but we're talking about back at 209, 208, somewhere in there. And the valley, not the Bay Area. <laughs> Praise the Lord, everybody. <laughs> and uh, we had put in an offer for $200,000. And this couple's loan was already signed set sealed ready to be delivered the credit was great everything was ready to go through but you know what i'll tell you what that saint of god praying in that driveway for that house for the need that had now become in that hour had sway and had authority and had precedence come on everybody it had over somebody and it had offered thirty five thousand dollars more we wound up with it because god Amen. To, hello. Be moved with pity. They're cold hearted. Amen. You don't make the payments, we're taking over. Hello. I'm telling you, God will supply. He can, he can move on someone's heart who's wicked, who has no care or esteem for the people of God. Amen. Or for their prayers. But God can move. He will supply. Can you say praise the Lord, everybody? Amen. Hallelujah. Just, just stay with me. I feel the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord in this today. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God can make a way. Praise the Lord for this church. I said he can make a way for this church. I said he can make a way for this church. He's already showing himself. Amen. That he's making a way. But he can make even more of a way. Amen. And he can make you owners of this whole property. And he can move you into another property. Come on, everybody. Yes. He shall provide. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, and just bear with me a tad here. But Israel, amen, out with Moses leading them out of Egypt. 
Amen. The great miracle of the Red Sea. Amen. Being held back. Amen. By the power and the hand of God. You know, somebody said that that Red Sea was a mistranslation. It really should have been the Reed Sea. And when they walked through there, they were only, amen, knee deep or ankle deep in that marshy, reedy sea. Hello, everybody. They found new archaeological evidence. Hello. That the place where they made that sojourn there in the depth was a mile deep. Preach it. I am. <laughs> and they walk through on dry ground. Yes, yes, yes. I'm telling you, we get God in something, the miracle of his presence and his answer is in every phase and every part of it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah. God's not only going to supply, amen, this building or in another building, but he's going to supply the people and the souls. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They came out of Egypt, miracle after miracle, amen, major miracles. They come out, it wasn't two or three months into, amen, the wilderness there, amen, where the people began to murmur, began to complain, began to say, Moses, Aaron, you brought us out of Egypt to cause us and our little ones to perish with thirst and hunger and our flocks in the wilderness here. And they murmured against the man of God. And they murmured against the high priest of God. Hello, everybody. And they murmured against the Lord himself. Now, I don't know how much you know about God. I think you know a pretty good amount about him. But uh, God don't like rebellion. God don't like murmuring. God don't like talking, amen, against the ministry or talking against the priesthood. Come on. What I'm trying to present is these people, amen, were in a very low position. Hello. But God, but God, but God, to establish himself for the ages as being the supplier and the provider to the real and genuine need that they had. Amen. Forestalled. Come on. All corrective measures. Praise the Lord. And he said, you tell them, Moses, that they're going to have flesh to eat at night and they're going to have bread in the morning. Every day. Hallelujah. And you know the beauty of the report. Praise the Lord. God brought in quails. I'm telling you. Amen. God knew that there, here's a place where there's quails. Amen. And that mama quail, she might have been, you know, maybe a cubby of quails has six, seven, eight, ten. Amen. Little baby quails towed behind mama. Amen. But God said, all right, you're going to lay more eggs. We need more eggs. We need more quails. And so these things began to multiply by the billions. Going to take a lot of quail meat to fulfill the thirst for meat of three to five million people. Come on. Yeah. Anybody ever been to a cowboy restaurant? Come on. McClintock's or one of those other ones on the coast there. I went to one, one time and, and just to be different, just to have, amen, an expansion on my cuisine experience. And I said, I want this quail meat. I want a quail breast. And I'll have that along with the steak. And they brought it out. And I sure saw the steak and it looked good. But I saw this little whitish, grayish little thing about that big. Paid $4 each for them. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Honey, you, you figure out how many quail breasts it was going to take just to feed one man, come on, of the children of Israel. 
I'm telling you, God had billions and billions and billions of quails multiplying. God uses everything in the realm of his teeming creation. Amen. And he got that, amen, massive, massive flock of quails. Amen. Got them up in the air and, amen, got them on his wind. Amen. And carried them so they just... Amen. I don't know whether they dropped dead from flight or whatever. Amen. Fell. Amen. All around the children of Israel, all around their campgrounds, all around the tabernacle area. Come on. Yeah. Everywhere you looked, amen, for hundreds and hundreds of acres all around. Amen. There was quails, and some say the quails were to the depth of two feet. Come on, everybody. And so everywhere, amen, that a man of God, everywhere a child of God, everywhere, amen, a wife, come on, everybody, walk. Amen. They were just kicking through. Quails up to the knees. Come on. Just keep them through the promises of God. The supply of God. Man, the supply of God is oh, it's massive. It's everywhere. God's not too small. Amen. The fulfill. Hallelujah. Y'all need Same thing with the manna. Amen. Came down as a, a dew on the ground. Praise the Lord. And when, amen, sun was up, there it was. They could just pick this stuff off the ground. It was called manna. Amen. Everybody got a homer filled. I think a homer is about a bucket. I'm not sure. But it was a lot of stuff. A lot of this bread. Hallelujah. It was the bread from heaven that God sent down. They just walked through miles, hallelujah, of the provision of God everywhere they looked, everywhere they stepped, everywhere they walked. Amen. There was bread, there was meat when they were starving yesterday. God is able. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. According to the power that worketh in us. Praise the Lord. Amen. Bible talks about Elijah. Amen. In 1 Kings, the 17th chapter. Elijah had just made the announcement to Ahab. Amen. Ahab, listen. But according to my word, it's not going to rain or there be dew on the ground these years until, amen, I say so. Come on. And uh, Ahab tried to get him, tried to apprehend him, but God led Elijah in a place of escape. And he said, uh, I want you to go by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan, and uh, it's going to come to pass. You're going to drink of that brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. And when he, when he went forth and did according to the word of the Lord, he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening. And he drank from the brook. Hello. Now, if there's anything that I know about a raven, they're not my favorite birds. They squawk. They're ugly. They're scavengers. They take away stuff from other birds. They make a racket. You can shout at them, but they won't quiet down. Hello. <laughs> just the scavenger birds, the ravens, and just as to do everything they want to do. They are so totally independent, untrainable. Come on. Yeah. Just why is there ravens? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. 
But God said, I have commanded. I've commanded the ravens. Do you remember when the earth was flooded? Of course, you were all there, I'm sure. <laughs> and Noah's ark settled on the top of Mount Ararat. And finally, after many, many days, he opened the window and he sent out, what, a raven. And the raven, amen, that had no domicility about it, no trainability about it, no count responsibility about it, just flew and flew and flew and flew off and never came back. So then he sent forth the dove, and the dove went out and looked around for a week and found no rest for a foot and came back to the window in the ark where Noah was, and he waited another week, and this time the dove came back with an olive branch in her beak, hello, and that's been the symbol of peace. Come on, amen, since time immemorial, praise the Lord for the world. But the dove, amen, it's more responsive. It's more delicate. Come on, it's more reliable. Amen. I can say more things about doves, but anyway. God's Holy Spirit is like a dove, the Bible said. But a raven is just irresponsible. He just took off and just bye, bye, bye. So God said that I'm going to take this scavenger, amen, untrainable, uncaring, independent, amen, uh, bird, and I'm going to feed you, Elijah, my man, my prophet, Amen. And the ravens are going to bring you food. Hallelujah. Bread. Amen. In the morning and flesh in the evening time. Hello. Now there was dirt. There was drought all through Israel. But God, amen, had a flock of ravens. Praise the Lord. The Navy flew 20, 30 miles away towards the coast where the Philistine camps were. And maybe they had just been on a hunt. Amen. And had amen, the carcasses of the animals hunted. Amen. Strung out on racks. Come on, drying some of the skins. And some of the flesh was out there. And God has this squadrons, come on, of ravens come in. And with their beaks and talons, pick at those, amen, at those meat racks. Come on, everybody. Oh, get me a T-bone. Get me a filet mignon. Amen. Take two or three of you. Get me a rack of ribs, raven. And they flew faithfully 20, 30 miles, come on, to where Elijah was. This is totally, amen, against the nature of the bird. Right. Oh. Amen. I'm trying to preach that God can supply your need from everywhere and anywhere that he commands. Hallelujah. It's a come. Let's give the Lord amen, a hand raise. Praise the Lord tonight. Praise the Lord. Bible says that the inheritance of the unjust is laid up for the just. Praise God. Same thing with the bread in the morning. They didn't have bread around there. They, they were starving. Amen. But God sent these ravens. Come on. Just as soon as somebody was baking somewhere. Amen. That loaf came out. Them ravens came down. Squat, squat, squat. Amen. Carried that loaf over to us. We got a man of God we got to feed. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! Praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. The brook dried up. I'm almost done. The brook dried up. So God said, Elijah, I want you to go to Seraphath because there is a widow woman and I've commanded her, amen, to sustain me. And he gets into town. First thing he sees is a little old woman. She's got two sticks in her hands. She's going around looking for something. And uh, he comes and he said, would you fetch me some water? And she gave him some water. And he said, well, would you go beyond that? And would you fix me a morsel of bread? And so she said, my Lord, as God lives, 
I've got a handful of meal in the bottom of the barrel. And I've got a little bit of oil left in the cruise of oil. And we're going to bake one more cake. And my, my son and I are going to share it. And then we're going to die. Oh, what an attitude of faith. We're going to eat it. And we're going to die. I wonder if anybody's thinking that way. I said, I wonder if anybody's thinking that way. We got a little supply. We got a little answer. We'll go through this and then the end will come. Come on. God's got a better ending for your story. A better ending. Come on, everybody, for your testimony. A better ending for your marriage. Praise the Lord. A better ending for your ministry. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And she obeyed the man of God. Baked that little cake. and It was all that she had. She gave it to Elijah the prophet. Amen. He began to eat and he said, listen, woman. I've heard from the Lord of hosts, and amen, that cruise of oil is not going to waste away, and that meal in the barrel is not going to, amen, waste away. Amen. And it sustained and kept coming back. It kept coming back. It kept coming back. Amen. All, amen, through the remainder of the dearth and famine that was there, the man of God was fed. He was taken care of. Oh, ye of little faith. Amen. Shall not he who supplies for the birds of the field, amen, take care of your needs? And God knows that you have need of these things, amen, before that you even ask him. Come on, he's ready, he's ready, he's at the edge of heaven right now, waiting for your call, waiting for your cry, waiting for your prayer, just ask him, hallelujah, according to his riches in glory, praise the Lord. In modern days, amen, I know that we don't live with, with cruises of oil and barrels of meal about worn out, but in the supply realm, amen, I think the supply realm now is that ATM card. We go up to the, it's like going up to the ATM card machine, and there we go. And I say, oh, goody, goody, there's $100 left. It's just the right thing again. <laughs> so I stick the card in there, and I said, yes, I want that $100. And I get it out. And then the next day, you know what? The supply is getting mighty low. But as far as I know, amen, if the count is zero. But just going to try it anyway. Stick the card in. Oh, I got $100. <laughs> oh, you're laughing about it, but this is the God of supply that we have. Yeah. Right. You don't believe that God can't stretch money, pay bills where you didn't have money before? Yeah. Come on. I'm, I'm talking to some people that's got some needs here today. And I'm preaching in the love of God and in the faith of God. God wants to work in your life. He wants to supply your needs according to his riches in glory. He wants to put a smile on your face. He wants to put a testimony in your heart. He wants to put a worship. God wants somebody to advertise the kingdom, and you can't advertise the kingdom on the child of God. Come on. Well, whatever you got, I don't want that. What did David say in his prayer of, prayer of repentance when Nathan came? Restore unto me the joy of salvation. Yeah. Then will sinners be converted unto thee. When they see something shining and illuminating in my life of the goodness and the joy and the answer of God. 
I'm going to have something they're going to want. They're going to be attracted to. Well, that was free. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Amen. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. Praise God. You know, God said to the prophet Malachi, amen, in Malachi 3 and 10, he told the people to bring all the tithe and the offering into the storehouse, an ancient name for the church, and prove me now herewith if I will not open the windows of heaven. If you have not because you ask not, sometimes you have not because you give not. Because God said, I'm going to go down on record on this. I'm going to provide. I'm going to bless. They're going to do something, and I am going to open the windows of heaven and pour them out just a tiny little thimble full of my answer and of my presence. No, honey, he's going to open the windows of heaven, hallelujah, and pour you out a blessing. There's not room. There's not room. There's not room. Hallelujah. Praise God. To receive it, praise God. close with this this morning. Amen. You, you've been good. You put up with me for a while here. God bless you. <laughs> but uh, Ethiopia is a nation that uh, has in the annals of their recording history, whether it's chiseled in stone or archived somewhere, amen, records of people being baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Ever since that Ethiopian eunuch was baptized by Philip. Come on. We found there about A.D. 33, A.D. 40, something like that, and came back to his country and did that. So there's been the knowledge and there's been reception of the Holy Ghost and Jesus' name baptism by the Ethiopians that they can point to that took place in every single generation. There's never been a time when the doors of the church were shut or when there was no church representative of God, come on, everybody, on the earth. There might have been dark angels, but God still had a church. Yeah. Hello. And the believers of this village out in Ethiopia, they were mostly farmers, and I forgot the name of the crop that they, they raised. They were in a, uh, a, a drought. They were in a place where things weren't abundant anymore because plants were withering, and, and they had needs. They had a real needs. And so the elders and the men began to get together. They began to pray. The pastor, pastor began to pray. The saints of God began to pray for God to bless, amen, God to open up, amen, something where they could be, amen, eat food and be nourished and make something to happen. And uh, the next morning they got up, and when they got up, all of a sudden, amen, out of the skies, amen, it was raining fish. Now I've fished a lot of times, not very well, but... Occasionally I caught a fish, and it was in the water. It didn't want to be in the air. I saw him try to get back into the water. Sometimes it did. But fish began to fall all around this village, all around the center part of the village, around their homes, and oh, the people were just delighted. They went, they, I mean, they were flopping on the ground, and amen, they, they caught them, they dried some, they ate some, they cooked some, they did everything. 
Amen. They were thankful for the fish. Well, skeptics said, well, how could this be? <laughs> this could not be. This is a fabrication. Amen. This could not be. But they followed one event, amen, back, amen, and followed another event back, and followed another event back, and traced things, amen, back to the origin, and come to find out that on the at North Atlantic there, off the coast of Africa, there was a, a hurricane that was going on. And there was 100 mile an hour plus winds, and there was waves being created somehow that were 30, 40, and even 50 feet high. And God was just using that wind to lift off the froth and the fishes and the top of those upturned waves, amen, and transport them through that wind, amen, 50, 100 miles away, I don't know how far it was away, and drop them to those people who called on God for some food and some supply. Could you stand with me this morning? Hallelujah. If you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall not the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him? Come on, everybody. Hello. Fear not, little flock. It is your Father's good pleasure to give you of the kingdom. I want us to just raise our hands to the Lord. Praise and thanksgiving and honor to Him. He's a good God. He's a good God. He's a good God. And I wonder if we couldn't be humble enough. I wonder if we couldn't be honest with ourselves enough to come and stand before the Lord say, I have needs. Maybe you got somebody at home, amen, that's very, very sick, got a bad diagnosis, amen, from the physician hanging over. Maybe you got a fear and a threat about the continuity and the going on of your job. Things don't look as tight and secure as they did. Maybe you need and desire, amen, the Holy Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, down the inner sanctum of your heart, the core of your being. Hallelujah. I want you to know God shall supply. God shall supply. He'll supply all of your need according to His riches in glory. I want everybody, amen, that's got a need, amen, that wants to talk to God, that wants God, amen, to be let in on it. Here, I'm going to ask God. I'm going to make it known, Lord. I'm going to lift my voice, God. I'm going to lift up my heart, Lord. Hallelujah. I got a need. Holy Spirit, fall on me. I got a need. Touch my body, Father. Touch me. Touch me, Jesus.
Ya Allah, 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 